Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Strumming my pain with his fingers. Singing my life with his words Killing me softly with his song Killing me softly with his song Telling my whole life with his words Killing me softly with his song Oh man, that's Roberta Flack. That's going old school. That's got to be about 1974, I'm thinking off the top of my head. We'll maybe get uh, Angie and our our new man, Brendan Escott, to check out a date on when that song got released. This is Oilers Now. That's an appropriate song if you're an Ottawa Senators fan. Because right now, Eugene Melnick is killing the hearts of the Ottawa Senators fans. We bring aboard Brad Whisker. Just got back from Ottawa. And Brad, um, you know, part of the reason why we got you in today... Last night, I'm still, I don't know what was more shocking. The Max Batch Ready trade that went down at like 11 o'clock at night. I mean, I, I'm, I, you know this, I'm, I'm up until one o'clock every night. So I, you know, for me, it's, but, or the Ottawa release yesterday on their team site from this bizarre Mark Borvietsky, Eugene Melnick. I, I can't even, what, what the heck was that? 10.05 Eastern. Every reporter is probably off Twitter at that point, kind of winding down their night, maybe checking to see what's going on. But 10.05, they released this sinfully awkward video of, like you said, Mark Borvietsky uh. asking the owner of the franchise the most fluffball questions. And it was so awkward the way he starts off. Borvietsky introduces the interview and he goes... Okay, yeah, uh, Wednesday we have our golf tournament. Thursday we report. Uh, what's going on? What's uh, going on? And that's, yeah. And then it just goes from there. By the way, Angie, did we get a confirmation on the date of the song? 1973. Wow. She nailed a, it. Yeah, well, she's got a beautiful voice, Roberta Flack. She does. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. So, uh, anyhow, just uh, as we quickly transition from the Edmonton Oilers, we do want to play you a couple clips from the... Uh, this video that the Ottawa Senators organization put out. We will start with, uh, this is Eugene Melnick, the owner of the Ottawa Senators, on what he wants to accomplish. 
Um, I think what our fans are looking forward to, and I'm looking forward to, is a season that's like fresh and brand new. Something that we can look forward to with young players coming in. And I think we can gel them into something, you know, a, a, a very, very serious team. Much bigger than a lot of people, I think, believe. You know, right now, we're kind of in a dumpster. You know, everybody says, ah, they're not going to do anything. And I don't believe that. I think that, um, you know, with character in a dressing room and people working very, very hard, we can accomplish more than a lot of people believe. You know, the, the issue that Ottawa has, I mean... And I, I sort of defer to A.J. Jacob because he's the guy that brought up the first uh, sort of analogy to this. He said uh, Eugene Melnick is like Elizabeth Taylor. Right. Right? Because right. Elizabeth Taylor had eight marriages. Uh, she, she married Richard Burton twice. And every time the relationship failed, after a while, it started to become on Elizabeth Taylor. And you look at all of the drama that has been around Eugene Melnick. I, I can remember being on a plane once back in 2009. I won't say whose plane it was. Uh, flying to uh, Montreal for the uh, NHL draft that year. And Danny Heatley was available. Okay, And at no point did I ever believe that that, was gonna, that deal was going to get consummated with the Oilers. But Danny Heatley was leaving the Ottawa Senators. Well, then it became Daniel Alfredson leaving. And then it became Jason Spezza leaving. And now it's Mike Hoffman and Eric Carlson. And, oh, wait, Daniel Alfredson came back, Brad, a second time as the manager. And then he left again. Um, and, and now we have this whole scenario with Carlson, Eric Carlson, potentially Mark Stone, who who used his arbitration rights to his advantage to secure a one-year deal, and now he can leave as a UFA. And then Matt Duchesne with that whole... Tr- oh, we missed Kyle Turris as well, who yeah. didn't get a long-term deal done. And Turris, for those of you that don't know, did a tremendous amount of work in the Ottawa community off the ice, and they still didn't value him at the price point that the Turris camp felt, so a move got made there. And at the end of the day, the Ottawa Senators do not have their own number one this year coming up because they gave that up as part of the three-way deal to get Duchesne out of Colorado, who wanted out of Colorado, may I add. Uh, They don't have their own number one. They're going to probably have to trade Carlson at some point in the first half of the season. And they likely are going to have to trade Stone. And if they're lucky, they might salvage Duchesne. It is... It's crazy. Another one of my problems with everything else you mentioned... Eugene Melnick and Pierre Dorian, the general manager of the Ottawa Senators, have turned down interviews with media for months. We're talking all summer here in regards to the future of the franchise, a potential rebuild, what's going to happen with Carlson. How do you decide that you're going to bring in Mark Borowiecki to sit down with the owner of the team to do this? If this was happening in Edmonton, imagine Daryl Cates sitting down with Adam Larson. Well, Adam, talk, but Adam that Lar- would never happen. But Adam Larson's a top two defenseman, right? Some people would say that you know, I mean, Cates hasn't made a lot of media appearances in Edmonton. He's sure. done, he's done a couple on this show, which is called Oilers Now, and some would say this is friendly fire. And I can tell you that during the time that Daryl was trying to put together the business deal on behalf of then Rexall Sports, there were I'd say about seventy percent of the listeners were on board with the deal. Like, get it done. Okay, this is business. They got it. Uh, 30% were not, and and the criticism was quite, the vitriol was out there, directed our way, because we had Daryl on a couple times. and uh, But this is completely different because we're talking about the actual on-ice hockey product. That's what you're referring to. Melnick had this to say. We'll go to clip number two here, Angie. 
on the rebuild, the word rebuild, to describe the Ottawa Senators? I think at this point, I think we've got the base. That's what's critical. You've got, I think, the team that we now have, just now, uh, without all the additions, is a team that, or leadership, that really believes in the total team. It's not about individuals anymore, because you're not going to win. One player, two players, three players in a dressing room are not going to do it. You need the leadership, and then you build under that. And we're going to build that with young prospects yeah. that uh, are now coming through. And uh, the picks, were, we're loaded up now with uh, draft picks for the next four, five, six years. Except he doesn't have his own number one this year, which could be a top five pick. Um, this uh, email comes to us from Val out of the high desert of northeast Colorado. Now you know why some of the fans refer to the Ottawa situation as the Canadian Tire Center tire fire. And I have friends that I uh, have gotten over the years, some of whom are involved with Canadian Tire. It's a great company, terrific company. Um, you know, so I feel for them that that gets thrown out there. But he, he brought up the word dump, dumpster before the previous clip there, Brad. I mean... He's obviously got some, you know, he's aware of the, the sentiment of the fan base out there. To an extent. I mean, he says that the fan base should be excited for the future. I don't know really how you get excited for a team that, like you said, is going to eventually trade its captain. Mark Stone likely going to be gone. He has said in the past that Ottawa could leave or he would take the franchise elsewhere or it would be a possibility. They don't have a new arena. The arena they do have is in awful condition. They've sheltered off... In the, middle, 20, in, in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, in which they've sheltered off about 2,500 to 3,000 seats. Yeah. They're banking on making money off an arena that now sits a shade over 15,000 people per night. They do have a decent TV slash radio deal that helps them out. That helps. But those numbers maybe have been embellished a bit over the years. <laughs> so uh, Now, at the end of the day, a lot of people think, well, maybe what Ottawa needs is a new owner. Melnick had this to say on him not going anywhere. You know, a lot of people, some people were talking in, uh, uh, in town that, oh, you may move, he may move the team. Let me tell you, so first things first is I'm going to stick around here for a long, long time. Okay, I'm not going anywhere. And number two, the franchise is not going anywhere. That's like totally solid. So everybody can kind of focus, get rid of the, the noise. There you go. He's saying nothing's happened in that regard. Yeah, let's rewind about six to eight months ago out in that outdoor game down at TD Place. What did he say? The exact opposite of what he said in that, in that yeah. interview with Mark Borvietsky. Yeah. This guy seems to just flip-flop, and he tries to cater to the fan base. Nobody believes a word that comes out of his mouth. I was just there, as you mentioned. All of my friends have no interest in watching the product that's hitting the ice. So what's here. the age group for all your friends? Like 35 and below? 30 to 35. Right. And that's who you want to market to to go to the game, buy the beverages, eat the food, have the night right. out. And they've you, lost that generation. They're losing it very quickly. This is the generation, my generation, that grew up with the franchise. When Ottawa got that team, we were four and five years old. They've lived through making the playoffs for the first time, losing their star players, acquiring yeah. other pieces, drafting a product like Eric Carlson, and it's a mess. Well, we are never to look down on others because we've had challenging times here in Edmonton. Like, I mean, I can tell you back in the late 1990s, and I would have been right about your age now uh, when this was going on. I mean, Cal Nichols, for me, belongs in the Hockey Hall of Fame. He uh, did the SOS camp. 
campaign, a, a ticketing campaign in uh, about 1996 to assist Peter Pocklington at that time. And then in 1998, when Pocklington ran into real financial uh, troubles and his, his loan got called in, uh, it was Cal Nichols who put together the Edmonton Investors Group. And Cal stuck with it because initially the Investors Group was going to be a lot smaller than 38. But a couple of the largest player, uh, larger players who had deep, deep pockets, a couple of those families with an infinite amount of more money than a guy like Eugene Melnick has ever had. Uh, they actually downsized from their original commitment as Cal sort of explored options elsewhere. We just did an avoid. Uh, I know Brendan Escott is, uh, spent some time in Lloydminster. Jack Michaels and myself and Re- uh, Gene Principe a week ago Thursday drove up to Lloyd, did a great event out there with the Bobcats with the junior team. And there was like six or seven of these members of the 38-person Edmonton Ambassadors Group from Lloyd Minster. That, that's what it took to get us to the point that Daryl Cates would buy the team and build a new arena uh, in concert with the, with the city. But I can tell you, 1997, 98... And around those times, those were, those were troubling times. And the Oilers were having major challenges keeping some of their best players all the way up to the 05 uh, lockout. Right. Right, the 0405 lockout. Then right. once we came out of that, a little bit different landscape. Like, Ottawa has been a have-not franchise for a long time in the NHL. The Oilers have con- uh, top 10 teams contribute to revenue sharing. The Oilers, I think with the exception of one year, the last year at Rexall Place, and that was the year that the Canadian dollars hit the skids and dropped uh, into the low uh, 70s, high 60s. Uh, that, that's the only year since the 0405 lockout the Oilers haven't contributed to uh, revenue sharing. The the Senators aren't even near in that conversation. No, and this is just eerily reminiscent of early 2000s with Ottawa. I've mentioned it on the show with you yeah. before. Rod Bryden drove this team into the ground. And when the new ownership group that Melnick was a part of and became the owner of this franchise, it was all sunshine and roses going forward because they thought, okay, we've put that period behind us. We can right. now finally move forward collectively as a franchise and as a city and do bigger and better things. And they did initially, but for the last few years, despite the playoff run, just all the drama that has surrounded that franchise, well, it's, it's been, been Mel- endless. And it's Melnick with the drama. Uh, Brad Whisker, Bob Stauffer with you know Oilers now. So here's the thing that is interesting for me with Ottawa. Um, I want to see what Pierre Dorian. I was unaware that Pierre. So you're telling me Pierre hasn't done any radio all summer? Nobody. Because he has. I, I can tell you, he's a very. There, there are managers that can be, frankly, acerbic to deal with on a day to day basis. And, or, you know, when you go into their towns and things like that, you don't. You have no chance of getting to them. Don't even bother having a. And then there's other guys that are really open. Dorian, you know, was an assistant GM. He's an excellent scout. Uh, I, I was unaware that he had not spoken. I've very. Reading an article from Ian Mendez, both the general manager and the owner for the last couple of months have said no to all requests. And now the owner comes out at 10 o'clock at night on, you know, in Ottawa and puts out a bizarre video. It's cringeworthy. I mean, for any of you that haven't watched it out there, you have to spend the six minutes because it will entertain you, but at the same time drive you nuts. Putting yourself in the shoes of an Ottawa Senators fan, I was getting texts this morning from all my buddies, have you seen the video? Have you seen the video? I thought, what's so bad about it? And then I, I watch it, and it provides more questions than it did answers. 
regarding any component of that franchise. Yeah. Brad, when we come back, we're going to get you to do uh, NHL today. We're going to get to some texts as well. I'm going to tell you the best pizza in the city, still making a great Royal Pizza, multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 49 years. For menu locations, visit royalpizza.ca. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. This is Oilers Now. This is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 151 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. We're going to go to this day in Oilers history. It's brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company. They remind you that by booking with a travel agency, it will provide you a peace of mind whenever you travel. Uh, this day in Oilers history tonight. That's right. We're going to do it tonight. The uh, Edmonton Oilers rookies against Nate McEwen, 7 o'clock butt drop at uh, Rogers Place. Reed Wilkins will have inside sports at 6, and then Jack Michaels and myself the call from 7 on. That's This Day in Oilers History, brought to you by New West Travel. Again, book with a travel agency. It's got access to exclusive benefits that will make your dollars uh, travel further. Call the travel experts at New West Travel. Without further ado, to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, more than just sportswear. And here's Brad Whisker. Thanks, Bob. Steve Eiserman announcing he is stepping down from his role as general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning and moving into an advisory role for new GM Julian Brisebois. Eiserman had served as Tampa Bay's GM since May 2010. A news conference is set for 2 o'clock our time this afternoon. The Edmonton Oilers have signed forward Alex Chieson to a professional tryout. The 27-year-old spent last season with the Washington Capitals, scoring nine goals, nine assists, playing in 16 playoff games en route to winning the Stanley Cup. Jason has also played for Dallas, Ottawa, and Calgary. Montreal Canadiens defenseman Shea Weber says he will not rush his return as he continues to recover from off-season knee surgery. Weber underwent arthroscopic surgery to repair a torn meniscus on June 19th and was given a five- to six-month timeline to return. The 33-year-old was limited to just 26 games last season. The New York Rangers have acquired defenseman Adam McQuaid from the Boston Bruins in exchange for defenseman Stephen Kampfer, a 2019 fourth-round pick and a conditional seventh-round pick. The Boston Bruins have also signed two veteran forwards to PTOs. Lee Stepniak and Daniel Winnick will both compete for roster spots 
at training camp. Stepniak split last season with the Carolina Hurricanes and their AHL affiliate in Charlotte, while Winnick appeared in 81 games for the Minnesota Wild. And the Buffalo Sabres continue to work towards a new deal with restricted free agent Sam Reinhart. The 22-year-old posted a career-high 50 points last season. Intr- Bob- yeah, interesting player. Uh, Oilers, of course, got dry settled three. Reinhardt went in second. Uh, I think most Oiler fans would say that one worked out for Edmonton. Now, you can text us at 630-630. Former defenseman Mark says, Bob, are we mentally incapable of realizing that this injury is a one-year recovery for Andre Sekera? Shut him down for the year, unless, of course, you want him to come back and have it happen again. That one comes to us from D-Man Mark. Well, again, the Oilers have to... You can't just shut him down. You can't tell a player you're done for the season if he's healthy and ready to go on January 1st. It's a very tricky scenario to manage. Uh, this text out of Edmonton, Bob, on our Westlock Ford text line at 630-630. How about you talk uh, about uh, the year before when Justin Falk owned the Edmonton Oilers? He had a bad year last year, still a player there. I, I will tell you right now, it's my belief that I like Justin Falk personally more than some people I know in the Oilers organization. Okay, Let's just establish that. But... He was terrible in the game head-to-head against Edmonton last year. He had a tough year, not sure in his body composition, but what I am sure of is the Carolina Hurricanes are a self-imposed team cap team. They've got an internal budget. They have to start paying Justin Falk when we get started for regular season. So they have a window of about a month here to make a decision. They have Dougie Hamilton, who went with Mark Giordano, That pairing was unequivocally a top four pairing in the entire NHL. Hamilton is a number one right shot defenseman. There's no question in my mind he is. So he's better than Falk. And Brett Pesci is better than Falk too right now. Maybe you can get a bargain at some stage on Falk. They're all right shots. And they got Trevor Rand Reemstike signed at $2.8 million. Third pairing, he is a right shot as well. So they've got options on the right side. You can text us at 630-630. Final word goes to Gino. Gino says, Bob, your love for Bouchard is getting out of hand. Media guys like you put too much pressure on these young kids when the Oilers draft him. I think he's going to be a great player, but rushing him because the GM here can't do his job right and sign Nurse means he'll be rushed back, uh, rushed and feed big minutes for uh, against some top uh, players to start the season, and it will only hurt Bouchard uh, going forward. The texter goes on to say, does Gino, fans listen to you, and with your love, it's only going to hurt the player going forward. Playing in D in the NHL isn't easy, but you make it sound easy when it comes to Bouchard. If Nurse isn't signed by Wednesday night, then you can say goodbye to the season and to Shirelli. Nurse was a beast last year, and now they want to screw him over from Gino. All right, Gino. There's lots of listeners right now that would say to you that Peter Shirelli has to be prudent and hold Nurse's and Anton Thun's feet to the fire in this contract negotiation. That is a perspective that is out there. Uh, In terms of my love for Bouchard, I have said the same thing all along. I believe he gets a long look a la Kyler Yamamoto last year at nine games. I think Bouchard gets five to nine games in the NHL, goes back to London, plays for Canada in the upcoming World Junior Championship. That's the most, to me, the most likely scenario. I would like to thank Angie Quinnell and Brendan Escott and Brad Whisker and Mark Spector and Ron Lowe 
for joining us on today's edition of Oilers Now. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 chat afternoon news with Jalen I and Andrew Gross. Uh, tonight again, Reed Wilkins on 6 o'clock with Inside Sports. will be live at Rogers Place. The Oilers against the Nate McEwen All-Stars. Uh, tomorrow we'll be in Red Deer. Looking forward to that. Craig Simpson returns to Oilers Now. Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.